So for your talent tonight, parang there was not enough burlesque in it for it to justify the outfit. As for this runway look, I love how you styled it. It's just the detail, like the shoes. Ooh, the shoes. Well, I can say this for Drag Race Philippines is that they waste no time in developing a rattle that seems to have permeated into the workroom by episode two, and I hope will last the rest of the season. The shoes. The shoes. I I uh, love it. Oh my god, I love it because it is it's so high drag that follows over into Dragula territory, right? There's always yes. something about the shoes or RuPaul talking about the white pumps. And I'm just like, oh my God, the shoes are an important detail for drag. Mm -hmm. uh, and then yeah. obsessing about how ugly they are as well. <laughs> right. And like, is it a little biscuit? Is it a little, mm. you know, is it a jelly? You know what I mean? Is it a little kitten heels? heels? Yeah. 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 Uh, the the use those kitten heels. Yeah. yeah. I think about the that, that fabulous gif or that clip from Divorce Prada where it's you know, she she looks down at the shoes and then looks up and goes, that's all. I just feel like it's part of the gay aesthetic to just notice when shoes are ugly. <laughs> yeah. And then conversely, the are those the whatever she says? The oh, Roberta the Cavalli Chanel boots. boots. The Chanel, Chanel boots. boots. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Chanel boots. Yeah. You look good. <laughs> are those the like there, there is no gayer question than are those the the. <laughs> And you know what? That reminds me of Best in Show with the Parker Posey, Michael Hitchcock, uh, Hathcock uh, couple. Hitchcock, yeah. Hitchcock. Yeah. Um, when, you know, they're they're very obsessed with like the Banana Republic sweaters and, uh -huh. you know, uh, there's just something about that that I think like just like pings for me when people are talking about fashion like that. Yes, yes. And, and, and in that version as well, when people are talking about like, oh, it's Banana Republic. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Versus like, you know what I mean? Like there's a there's a connotation with that as well. Uh, yeah, and then obviously, which we saw this week with Mama Pow, but the just the opposite of it being, oh my God, those shoes, those shoes. <laughs> and you know what? I and Raf pointed this out, but there's like an Imelda Marcos uh, type of thing. Raf is my friend who is staying with me on vacation this week, and we watched uh, Drag Race Philippines together. Um, Raf is Filipino, and he he just he just nudged me. He's like Amelda Marcos, like the shoes, like it's a. Thing. Oh my god, that's so that's so true. It's so ironic that it that the shoes. It's like then I'm hearing uh, Manila and Luzon and Snatch Game. Mm -hmm. All these shoes, like it's shoes. And, and there's this is a non-Filipino reference, but then there's I think on season eight. Because I know, like, Lee Dawson and some of the other, like, Rue Cappers would use this clip of one of the judges talking about Thorgy. And she's like, I just hate the shoes. <laughs> we need, like, a shoes mega cut, you know? We should shoehorn it in, Mary. Oh, maybe we should. Honk, honk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we shouldn't tiptoe around this anymore. No. Uh, Tom McCann, you've done it again. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're on the heels of a really great episode here, Mary. Oh, hush, puppy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no, not hush puppies. <laughs> remember hush puppies? I what do were hush, hush puppies? puppies? Um, I think they were like a loafer. Yeah, they were like a loafer, and it was that man. That's I'm tumbling down a rabbit hole of my childhood of like hush puppies god <laughs> so what's weird about whenever i heard the word hush puppies I, as a kid i was always get very excited but um because hush puppies were also like a type of slushy like it was a brand oh. of slushies and you'd get hush puppies at like um at sports world or at the arcade and they, they would sell hush puppies 
Well, I and you know, I've actually I I might know what you're talking about with that because I thought you were going to say they're also a little like thing you get at Long John Silver's, little cornbread balls, hush puppies. Oh, is that what that is? Okay, yeah. maybe that's also what that is. And I was yeah. just a kid, and I thought it was a slushy because it sounded like puppy. But I feel no, but I feel like you might not be wrong because I'm like, no, isn't there like a brand of slushy that has a dog that might be might be like? Yeah, I think so. Slush right? puppy, you know what I mean? Slush, slush puppy. puppy. That's what it is, Mary. I'm an idiot. Okay. Yeah. Hey, slush puppy. <laughs> well, well, Mary, uh, the shoes and Mabu. Hey, Mabu. Hi. We are. Finally getting Drag Race Philippines. I can't tell you how excited I am for this season. I will say, um, talent show off the bat, I'll just say this, was very disappointed. But the runways, not disappointed in the least. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the talent show was, it was bizarre at times. But it, like in a way that I was like, okay. Over time, I'm going to appreciate the fact that you chose to read the news for your talent. You know oh what I God, mean? Oh, my God, Mary, there's no question about that. There's no yeah. question about that. And Raph kind of pointed something out about, like, Filipino news, and he's like, no, it, it's very, like, campy and out there like that. Um, right. So he was like, this makes sense to me, and it wasn't funny. It just didn't land. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we've got a lot to discuss because they released two episodes at once. Mm. And so we got like two and a half hours of drag race Philippines. And so just to give everybody a little heads up of where we're going, we will be covering both episodes today in a mega sode. However, uh, we'll be only putting out our coverage of episode one on the main feed. And so if you are a free skate, Mary, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash allrightmary to get our coverage of episode two as well. And of course, coverage of the rest of the season. Mm. And if you're a Matreon, you know, just buckle up, baby, because uh, you're in for the whole ride. Yeah, I got to say episode two, the highlight from episode two and like more reason to keep watching the Philippines is Mary. That lip sync is hands down like I'd say that performance of the winner, probably top 10. One of the best wow. performances I've seen. Wow. I mean, it was it, it was great. Now, I'll, there, there's a, a precision to these, these the winning lip syncs, these first two episodes where I'm mm. like, mm, ooh, I like that. I like when mm. a queen gets every consonant, you know? Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. This Her performance reminded me of, like, a Monet exchange, a La La Re. Mm-hmm. Just, type, like, had the attitude, had the movement, and had the face, the energy, the words. It was just, oh, God, it was, like, Coco Montrese, like, level of precision. I just, I found it so refreshing. I mean, the moment her hips started, I was like... Uh. Goodbye, other one. <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Cheater. <laughs> oh my God, right? Cheater. Yeah. <gasps> Broke my heart. <laughs> Broke my heart. <laughs> Caught a zone. Anyway, well let's 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 talk about speaking of uh Corazon, Speaking of which. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about let's talk about these queens as they come in kind yeah. of our, our our first kind of thoughts. Um Corazon comes in first um just like big pageant energy um big and- pageant teeth. Yeah. Those <laughs> those are teeth. Those are teeth, mama. That mm. the, some doctor worked hard on those. I just <laughs> I love pageant teeth. Yeah, she uh, she was good. I you know, I thought she was gonna spoiler alert last longer, but she didn't. 
Yeah, you know, you know, right. There, there was an energy, whether it be like from a competition side of things or just like everything she was bringing to the workroom. She was very reality TV ready. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, right, right. She yeah. had that kind of polish. Um, but man, you cannot cheat. You cannot break the rules. No, you can't. Ch- Ugh, unbelievable. Oh my I god, mean. I love Jiggly. Just like. Like, it's against the rules. I was just like, oh, my God. Just, like, reading the rule book to her. So I have to take that into consideration. Picks up the dazzled water bottle, (laughs) takes a sip, puts it down. When I'm judging you. (laughs) That fucking water bottle. Jiggly. Oh, my God. How happy was I? Uh, Oh, my God. Just brilliant. Yeah. so the next one that comes in, I feel like, is our narrator of the season. Okay, I had the same thought, especially the first episode. Eva Laqueen uh, is narrating like she's been doing it for seasons. Yes, it's Mary. really good. It's like they hired her specifically to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that she came dressed as the evil queen from Snow White. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Eva Laqueen, oh, I get uh-huh. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And she tells us that she is the founder of an unofficial drag agency uh, in the Philippines. So watch out, Peg. <laughs> watch out, Peg. No, I love that she is like, yeah, I'm a drag agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a drag agent. I was like, okay. What's interesting cool. about that flex, because she comes in and she's like, yeah, actually, I'm an agent for Queens, is that it's totally superseded. Not superseded, but like totally just like abolished when Silhouette comes in. Oh, God. I just can't wait to get to who I think is going to be iconic television. Mary is already. You is know what I mean? Already. Is already. Oh. There is a level of ridiculous, f- fabulous about Zillowette. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! As Zillowette comes in, I'm just, like, I think Raph turned to me. He's like, "Oh my god, their boss just came in, <laughs> right?" And oh, it just it is. Uh, oh, it's just it's one of my favorite details that half the queens work together at Nectar Bar, and oh, she's their oh boss. I know, yeah. I know. Oh my god! What? Oh, that's episode. Was that episode two? I think they talk about. I think in episode was it one, episode one they cover. Oh, because in episode, episode two, right, Zillowette's right. talking to um, Minty, and she's yes. like, all the things she went through right. in the first episode. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I. Uh, that's right. It was the first episode where like all the Nectar girls come over to kind of. It's talk a family about meeting. It. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Six of them. There's 12 girls in the competition. Oh my God. Six of them work at Nectar. What's going on at Nectar while they're filming? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Who's performing? <laughs> Who's performing? Just put on a movie. <laughs> it's like the substitute teacher. Just put on a VHS. Oh yeah, put on a movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next queen, Turing. Uh, not she's Alan? an oh, she's an <laughs> touring Alan. Um, she's a O bar dancer, not a uh, nectar. Yes, that's the other one because there's like six of them are nectar girls, some of them are O bar girls. Corazon's the one pa- uh, uh, pageant Pageant's girl, mm-hmm. and then one of them's from Melbourne. We'll get right, to her, right? No. Yeah, um, yeah, so touring comes in kind of like that outsider, um, and yeah, there's a god, there's a there was a quiet energy to start, and then I, like after that lip sync, I'm like, oh, this is who you are. I see who you are now. Yeah, she does have a very quiet energy the first couple episodes, yeah. Um, there's something about, like, you know, there's little things here and there where it's, like, just tiny details. There was something about Turing where I was, I was just getting, like, just a... A touch of like Shelizon LaRue from Canada's Drag Race. I don't know what it was. Maybe oh. it's just similar body type yeah, and the long black type. hair, you know. You know who she reminded me of uh, out of drag is I, I was getting Maya Rudolph. Oh, yeah. I could see that. 
Oh, and there's another one of these queens that we will talk about who I'm like, who am I getting? Who am it's like it's like the fucking mass singer. I'm like, mm. who is it? Who is that? I know that voice. I know that face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, okay, I have to say, because our next queen in is Marina Summers, mm. and I am just obsessed with, like, Summers as a drag last name. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, and that's interesting coming from somebody that's also not a Buffy fan, because I immediately go to Buffy Summers. Yeah, and I certainly see that connection. I think there was a meme that came out recently. I don't know where it was, but it was talking about how, like, generationally, how drag names, like, it was like, Boomer drag queens always have names like <clears throat> Shannon Ann Summers or something like that, you know, and then like Gen X queens. I, I might be getting this slightly wrong. Maybe it's but then like the next generation up is like the pun punning name queens like, you oh, know, yeah. uh, Anita I Dick. This, I remember this post. Yeah. And then the millennials is just like popsicle. Uh-huh. And then zillennials, <laughs> it's like squishy tentacle sounds, you know. <laughs> And I just love that like old school name of like Andrews and mm-hmm. Summers and like right. Shannon Ann. Like yeah. I Chanel. love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, watch it. <laughs> Keep your purse close. <laughs> oh, Mary. Oh, Mary, you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I haven't dug into it enough, but Chanel. Oh, stay gate. tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. I feel like that's an only Mary's episode waiting. To I happen. do too. I, it's a deep dive. It is a deep dive. The way that she deep dove her hand into that woman's purse and stole seven hundred dollars. <laughs> well, you know, I don't allegedly. Know. And you know, I thought about you because of that time that Jinx Monsoon drank your entire yeah. glass of white wine, like the yeah, entire I, glass. You had like yeah. a sip. <laughs> I had a sip. And that was a $12 glass of cat piss. And I was like, jokes on you, mama. <laughs> this was back uh, back in the day when she did uh, the Vaudevillians at yes. uh, the Lori Beachman Theater. So this was before, obviously, you know, she's West Coast sober now. and um, But this was before. So we're not like spilling any sort of tea right now. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> right. Right. This was years ago. I'm still not over it, obviously. Yeah, but no, this we're was not years over ago. it. Yeah. Um, this so was Mar- pre-All Right Mary. Yeah. Um, Marina Summers comes in uh yeah i hear you on that that old school name it is old school isn't it um yeah i it's i mean summers i mean it's summers. just such a you know uh i don't know i love it Mystique i love that. summers madison yes <laughs> totally <laughs> um she's friends with eva Queen, so there is that kind of connection there uh i like marina i thought she was really really strong uh these two episodes mm-hmm. Well, she is, so she is, of course, yeah, she's one of the Nectar girls, and she's got, I feel like she's got drama with three different girls, because we know mm-hmm. she's got drama with Zillowet. Oh, my God. Uh, so I like, so Marina's great, because she's, she's great in the competition, but she's bringing a lot of reality TV as well. Mm. Yeah, we'll see how far she goes with a name like Marina Summers, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, Queen for All Seasons, just not this one, you know? <laughs> Next summer, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe next summer. Yeah. Summer is coming. You know? I know what you did, Drag Summers. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, the next one, I feel like, is the Tormai of the season. <gasps> yes. I had the same <laughs> feeling. I had the same feeling. She's from... So, and this is something, maybe, I don't know if Raph was one of his notes, but Lady Morgana, she's from outside of Manila. Yes. And from the food basket of the Philippines. And it... My question was, okay, so where's like I'm assuming there's a this lot of drag in Manila. This but is yeah. south. It's south. Um, and I think he mentioned, and I, uh, it's gonna be. I don't want to look for it in my notes right now, but I think he said, 
uh, that it's more of the Muslim side of the country. Okay, yeah, because I got the sense of like, oh, there's not not as much like you're representing a smaller demographic of yes. drag from a different part of the country. There's yeah. a different uh, sense of pride um, mm-hmm. from uh, Davao City. Yeah. Oh, well, that's uh, you know, uh, I'll admit I know very little about the Philippines, so this is going to be like every other international franchise where I'm, you know. I'm I'm learning along the way. Well, our Marys are going to help us. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure I could text Raf if there's any sort of specific questions. What was interesting that Raf told me, because um, I was like, hey, do you think you want to help out? Because <clears throat> um, I gave him the choice. And he's just like, yeah, maybe. I'll see what happens. He's like, Johnny, I don't know anything about gay Filipino culture. Because, um, oh. you know, he he was born there and uh, grew up there for a little while. But, like, gay culture is very specific in the Philippines to the point where, like, they have their own language. Oh, wow. Huh. That's, I love that. I, I would love to know more about that, what that means of, like, yeah. you know, uh, how does that, how does that work? Yeah. Um, he told me the name of the language. Maybe our Marys can chime in. Um, it's it not, B. yeah, B, is it Binyasa? No. Because I saw there in the translations, it was like, I think Lady Morgana maybe was saying things and it said she was saying it in something. I think it was Binyasa. Maybe probably. that is the name of it, but that's not what yeah. I remember hearing when what the name Raph said last night. Anyway, no. she stoned her panties. <laughs> she stoned her panties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you stone those panties? That's a personal question. Um, we come to, I think, your favorite drag name, Precious Paula Cole. Precious Paula Nicole. I mean... Thanks to her, now I have precious Marco Nicole at home. And so, mm. you know, I I was excited about her because of this name. And now I'm excited about her because of yeah. her presence. I think that she's got, she's got so much face going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a one point because she brings this little teddy bear in and has, like, candy in the bear. And mm-hmm. she, like... Oh, that face. Mi- <gasps> she mimes eating the candy. And it's such a jujube move. You know what I mean? That, like, very, that very nuanced miming. Oh, my God. I clocked that very moment. It was so small. I was like, should I clip this? It was so small. Oh, my yeah. God. Just brilliant. Yes, I noticed that, too. She's a goose. She's, She's a, goose. a goose. Yeah, so uh, I'm in. Minty Fresh comes in. Um, another nectar performer, and she comes in with drama with Marina Summers. <laughs> oh my God! It, and, and this is the one I think they have man drama. Is this the one yes. where it's? Oh, this is. It, yes. it, it, and I love Marina. Is she's such a shit stir? She's like, I don't really think I can get into it. It's just you know, we just had some drama with a random guy, and I'm like, oh, Marina. How much do we have to pay to get the whole story? Like, come on. <laughs> beep, beep, Marina. Yeah, beep, beep, Marina. Yeah, beep, beep, Marina. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like just like Coco and Alyssa, I think they even referenced Alyssa, right? Yes. Um, uh-huh. But it's like, okay, we got to wait. We got to wait yes. to release this drama because, you know, it's only the first episode. We need gotta some art for it. this. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Minty Fresh was very strong. Um, uh, Hyper Femme. Um, which she won the she won um, the she won this episode she won yeah she won the first yeah. episode and was in the top of the second episode yeah uh, so yeah she um, very and you know what's funny is because when she when one of her first talking heads she she talks about how like she really like once drag starts to feel like work she's not that excited mm. by it and I thought oh you're going home that's what you're telling me you're going home because you don't want to work and then she did like a lot of work so <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. Uh, her her vocals were great I will say that that original song that she 
it did for her, her, her runway that I think we learned later that Zillowet, uh, like stepped on the release of this song. Uh, oh, that was Marina. That's what. Oh, that's Marina. I, I okay. can't wait to talk about that because I just want to say right now that like also Drag Race Philippines is giving us the kind of like drag queen drama. Yes, yes. Yes. That we haven't had in a while. Low like, stakes. Low stakes drag queen drama. It's great. So, but yeah, well, that comes up in the family meeting. Um, okay. So, because I'm looking at my phone for my notes. What was Minty Fresh's performance? Let's see. She did the, like, laser light. Oh, laser lights. Yeah. Little laser lights. The laser lights. She did perform an original song. And, yes. you know, it was very much like, oh, look, this fashion queen can perform. Um and why do I feel like she why do I feel like Minty Fresh didn't win the first episode or oh you know what it was Mary I didn't think she should have won the first episode oh yeah yeah I I agree I I definitely uh this one this was where one of the ones where I felt like the laser was maybe doing a little too much of the work yeah yeah it was weird that she won this I was like yeah uh, so what's impressive about this is the production she's a concert queen right yeah, like I think you're just wowed by the lights, you know. Mm. Um, well, uh, we—I was very surprised that we would have a queen from Melbourne. Obviously, you know that's not a uh, not a problem, but it was yeah, a little down under. Well, you know, it's funny we have no Melbourne queens on Drag Race Down Under this season. Mm. I think maybe one, maybe move there, but like there's no one who identifies as being like from Melbourne mm. versus the first season. I think had a few Melbourne queens, and so Drag Race Philippines has a Melbourne queen in Gigi Era. Mm, Gigi Era. Um, I think she's going to be middle of the pack soon to go home. Yeah, I'm getting like it, it's reminding me of what's her name from Drag Race Thailand, Mocha Diva. I'm getting like a little oh. bit of Mocha Diva energy. I don't know why. There's just a. Like can't push forward. Yeah, like there's just there's a there's something stuck that and, you know, maybe it'll it'll loosen up, but something feels a little stuck. Mm. Uh in a way that someone like Vinyas Deluxe does not feel. Oh stuck. my God, Vinyas Deluxe! Oh my God! In a towel dress, Mary. Yes, Mary. Yes. I loved it. I think you know the queens were like, I put all this work into my entrance look, and she comes in in a towel dress, and I was like, That's right. That's right. That's right. What are you going right to do about did. it? What are you going to yeah. do about it? And what I love is that then she won the second episode. I'm just like, okay, just pay attention. Yeah, she won the second episode. She's winning my heart. I'm really enjoying Venus Deluxe. I think that she probably should have won this week. Uh, Oh. I I think that she got the assignment. Um, You mean in terms of the runway or the... The the talent show. The talent show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, I disagree. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Well, dude, buddy, chum. <laughs> dude, buddy. Um, Prince comes in. Prince is the sci-fi queen. Um, Prince is very sweet. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Prince is very sweet. Prince, you know, but those shoes. Those shoes. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever a queen comes in and says that she has, like, she's inspired by like sci-fi. Yeah, I'm like, I know. Yeah. I think that uh, usually what happens is the judges don't like it after a while. <laughs> Usually the judges are like, yeah, this is a little cheap. Yeah, but she didn't even get that far. So um, uh, I did love uh, her, like the impact of that runway. 
Um, I will say that I, you know, the blue hair and the colors, I thought it was nice, except there were details that obviously, you know, those shoes, those so. shoes and yeah. baggy, baggy tights, yeah. uh, looks that I think I know we're kind of bouncing, talking about runways and entrance looks, but entrance looks I thought were wildly successful. Brigadine, Brigadine comes oh in, Brigadine. God. Oh um, my god. I love this look. I love the hair up in the little in the little rag. I love the colors. I love the little lunchbox. She Ugh. we find out she's a she's already a bit of a, if you will, a crossover queen and that she's worked with some of the US queens. She's worked with mm-hmm. Lady Bunny. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting strong, like get get comfy vibes yeah. from Brigadine. Yeah, Brigadine, uh, she is one of my favorites from these two episodes. She's like my top three. Um, mm. I love her. I love her energy in the talking heads. Uh, there's a confidence about her. I think she styles really well. I think she paints really well. Um, and let me tell you, Mary, her look, her look for the the flower runway, her look for the, uh, the, 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 her, the, the, the other category runway, that special type of dress uh, that I'm forgetting. Um, the turno. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I just think she is, she is t- high quality. Yeah, yeah. And then an icon <laughs> arrives. The creative director of Nectar. Yeah. Walks in. yeah, the creative director of Nectar, the Mrs. Garrett of Nectar. Uh, Zillowette with, Z- with an X. Oh, with an S, yeah. <laughs> Zillowette with an X, not even a Z. Not even a Z. <laughs> and she comes in and you get the classic sort of Carmina Burana ripoff uh-huh. music. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, the boss is the here. The boss walks in. Yeah, Miranda Priestley. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean, it's like in the weeks preparing to go on the show, it's like the six of them all must have known. Like, oh, you're gonna be out as well. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so funny that like six of them work at the same bar. One of them is the boss of the other five. Yeah, could you and, imagine? Like, they're like, yeah, yeah th- they take some time off. She's like, okay, huh. me too. Me too. <laughs> And so does uh, Minty, and so does <laughs> Marina. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a really great question for any of our Filipino Marys listening. Uh, let us know. Like, w- w- did they just like shut down? Did they not have any shows? Like, what happened? Yeah. How many How many girls work at Nectar right. to the point where like, oh, there's like twenty five rotating queens. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a big right. deal. You know, right. it yeah. could be like lips. You know, where it's just like, yeah, oh, the, you know, they'll they'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zillowette. Oh, my God. The drama. I do love her. I love that she's on this season. I love it. I just I could I just feel like there is this there is this ridiculous like ridiculous undertone. There's a like a delusional undertone that in season five really powered both Coco and Alyssa and was what made mm. them fascinating was that there seemed to be an element of themselves that they weren't onto. you know? Mm uh, yeah, it just makes the season just that much more delicious that they're yeah. not shying away from like airing out some of their drag laundry, you know? Uh, yeah. Their dirty oh, tights. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I'm here for drag drama. I'm for here for sabotaged releases, <laughs> you know? Sabotage the release. Yeah. Sabotage the release. Uh, uh, well, we, well get, uh, we get Mama Pow. We we are introduced to Mama Pow, which I love. Mama Rue, Mama Pow. It's very yeah uh, appropriate. Rue got her little, you know, from whatever spaceship she was abducted into, <laughs> whatever <laughs> fire in the sky moment she was having. <laughs> we get a little video message from Rue. But yeah, th- so Mama Pow out of drag, Paolo Ballesteros. 
uh, I, I obviously don't know anything about anyone in, in Philippines, but my question is, because I feel like there was some banter among the girls of like, oh, I thought you were going to be the host, that like I wonder among all of them, especially someone like Silhouette or whoever, where do they fall compared to a Mama Pow in terms mm. of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, could Mama Pow have just as easily been a contestant? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could say the same about Brooklyn Heights. Well, yeah, know? exactly. And having Jiggly on the panel and whatnot, it's like, it's not it's not a dig. It's just kind of, we're so used to a, like, RuPaul and then the Queens. But even you kind of see it with, like, Drag Race España, where it's like, well, yeah, there's Supreme and the rest of the Queens, but then right. they'll do things on the same level. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it, it must be like that. Kind of like even like Pangina Heels, you know? Um, mm-hmm. where yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I've performed with you, I perform next to you, you know? Um, I like that Jiggly isn't the host. It's almost like Jiggly's like, hey, let's elevate somebody else. Yeah, I, I'm glad she's not the host. I think, you know, keeping her, it, there's a good amount, dosage of Jiggly. Oh, you know what I she's mean? she's so good on the panel, Mary. Oh my God. that I think it's a perfect role for her to be the Michelle yeah, Visage. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is very much the Michelle Visage. And like, who would have thought all those years ago? Oh, I know. In, in that baked potato couture. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God, right? Who would have thought? Call you Jiggly is still following her to this and day. And uh, it's still happening. Yeah. I'm yeah. uh, so proud of her. Uh, so it's like, it makes me feel good. You know, right. Well, and it's like somebody who at some point people probably thought, you know, probably got all kinds of hate of like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're a terrible drag queen. You're stupid. You're ridiculous. And it's like, well, we got to stick with it, you know, stick with it. Right. Great. Stick with it. This. So we have a a superhero mini challenge. So this is based on like Philippines has a version of Wonder Woman named Darna, which is why it's called Dragna. Got it, got it. And and it's so TV in that they each take a fake pill mm-hmm. and then scream as the lightning, you Ugh. know, it transforms them from in, in a hilarious jump cut into, like, they'll stand there screaming and then the next jump is, like, them soaring into in the, the air, air in that, like, in that that harness in a new costume. It's so funny. I, I And it was such a shock of, like, oh, Okay, we're doing TV right now. You know we're what I doing mean? TV, like TV, yeah. Yeah. Did, would it did it bother you like the um, the couch fall on season thirteen? You know, I think it it even though it was very similar, it didn't because it's like the first episode of the first season. So I'm like, do what you want, like do your version of it. And I think the couch fall was like. We don't do this. Now oh, we're doing this. You oh, know what I mean? I we haven't done this till season since season five's tour bus. Celebrities waving back at me. It's a dream come true. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I expect a certain level of, of reality, for lack of a better word. But, like, if they want to, from the jump, put a little magical realism in there, like, set the tone, you know? Mm, got it. Yeah, the mini challenge was fine. It's, you know, one of those opening photo shoots. Uh, nothing really stuck out for me except for this quote. Lady Morgana will manhandle you if you fuck around with her. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> I is, wish. This is, yeah. a gr- this is a great season of Drag Race. <laughs> and there was one point, I don't remember who it was, but after her, her photo shoot, she was, like, dragging herself across the floor and, like, fully interacting with the camera. And that's one thing I noticed in these episodes is there is a lot more breaking the fourth yes. wall. And mm-hmm. it made me realize I want more of this. Yeah. yeah, I want more, and I think it makes sense in the evolution of Drag Race to acknowledge the cameras more and more. 
I, I yeah, of course. It should feel kind of like Valerie Cherish. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I shows about even, you. You know? Yeah, even if there were moments where you could hear like camera people laughing off screen you know mm-hmm. what i mean like all mm-hmm. of that i think i'm open to like completely w- yeah, we know this, this isn't a real set we yes. know those are fabric walls like right. let's just keep revealing you know yeah i mean drag race loves a reveal exactly and so i want that i want the like full reveal of like you're watching us film a tv show versus you're watching a tv show yeah let us know that you've got a trick up your sleeve yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so Marina Summers wins this photo shoot challenge. You know, what's interesting about the winners of these photo shoots. It's like it is always so random. Oh, it's like the it's like the next top model thing. Of all, it depends on which picture you choose. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like right. all of them probably have a bad one, and all of them probably have a good one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I did notice that uh, Mama Pow says uh, "work it" when she leaves instead of "don't fuck it up," uh, which I thought was an interesting change. You know, and there's moments where I'm like how accurate are the translations? Cause there's, you know, there's a moment later in the second episode where she was like, um, uh, make it fab or get the jab for the lip sync. And it's like, okay, is that, is that just like the translator, like just getting creative with a pun that's similar to whatever she said in Tagalog, or is this what she's actually saying? You know what I mean? Well, they obviously made it rhyme for us. Right. Uh, but like, and so because of that, I'm like, okay, so what did she actually say? You right, know? Right. Yeah. No, that's uh, maybe one of, one of our Marys can chime in on that. Um, figure that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is when we find out about the talent show and yeah, it's that Nectar Girls kind of like discussion group. Uh, family Book meeting. Club. Yeah. Book club. <laughs> I just like, as they were coming over and I'm like, Six of six of them. It's like five New York girls, six nectar and six nectar girls, you know? Yeah, like six it's nectar girls. Six yeah. nectar girls and I so this I this is the this is the drag queen drama I'm here for. Oh is my god. Marina left the house had left the house of silhouette and then Zillowette. Ni- <laughs> and then on the night of her birthday, she releases a new song called I Have Arrived. And everybody is so excited and happy birthday mm-hmm. and all that. And the next morning, Zillowette posts a mean status about Marina. And she sabotaged that release. That's oh what God. I think Eva says. She sabotaged that release, oh that God. moment for Marina. Oh and I God. just, I'm like, throwing every fucking flower I have at my television. <laughs> Mary, the way I had to rewind it and watch that part again, especially when she said, yeah, you know, she's making her feel like shit on her very birthday. On her very birthday. I just, like, the, the that drama is so funny and so... <laughs> It is like what I yes I want more of this. We love the real moments. We love when that when they bring their life stories in and all that, and they're human beings. But I just as much love, you know, the Coco and Alyssa. You couldn't fulfill your respon your administrative uh-huh. responsibilities. Right. I love that you sabotaged my release. Like uh, her boss it, did. Her boss, <laughs> and it's her boss. And and I couldn't really follow because what it was seeming like in this family meeting was that. Silhouette was looking for uh, an apology from Marina. Yes. I'm like, and Marina's like, well, I, you know, yeah. I, that's something we'll need to talk about. And and I'm just like, what did you do? Yeah. She sabotaged so- your release. Yeah. We still don't know what Marina did. Yeah. 
Right, so right, or was it was the only thing that she did? She left the house, right? She Is left that, the house, and her ex. Yeah, she left the house, and she was like, "Yeah, it was just things she, changed." She became a Beyonce. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I just had to go. So like, sorry, Latoya and Laferna, or whatever their <laughs> names were. I I love that Mama Pow is in on with the producers to be like, "All right, ask Zillowette who's the hardest to work with." <laughs> yes. Oh, because it's like, even though like as Vinya says, like what they're talking about has nothing to do with Drag Race. <laughs> Mama Pow is fully prepared to have this conversation. Now it is. And now it has now everything it is. to do with no, Drag Race. It's like, actually, this has everything to do with Drag Race. That's this right. This is what we're here for. Oh. Like, everything's secondary. Oh, good for them. I do wonder. It, I mean, it wasn't resolved, right? No, no, it wasn't resolved. It was a, we're going to need to talk about this. Mm. So, uh you know, I guess stay tuned. Oh yeah, it's real fun. funny. Pomona. Oh yeah, real funny. Oh real yeah, real funny, funny Marina. Marina. Oh yeah, real funny Marina. Oh yes, real funny Marina. <laughs> oh yeah, real funny Pamara. Oh, yes. oh good. Oh, I love it. I love that quote so much. I love that quote there. so much. I'm yeah. gonna edit it because we're not using the soundboard today, but I'm gonna edit it in here yeah. so that we have it. Oh yeah, it's real funny Pamara. Um. All right. So then we 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 are thrust right into the runway. Uh, right into these. Uh, talent shows um, but first we get to meet a very large panel yeah I mean so we yeah we've got and it seems like these are uh, Khaled Karen mm-hmm. seems like she's a regular that yeah. she's going to be sticking around yeah and because when Jiggly and at first because at the, the beginning of the first episode there's kind of a mega trailer for the season mm-hmm. and they show so many guest judges and at first I was like Oh, is Jiggly like a like a Lonnie Love? But she's only here for three or four episodes. Oh, so I, I was happy to see that. Oh no, no, she's the Michelle. Yeah, and uh, we also had BJ, the photographer from the mini challenge. Oh my god, having my name always comes with pressure. I was, I died, I died. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was like finally, like I was like, yes, bring back the how's your head joke. This yes. is the moment. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly correct. Love. Yeah. It. And then we got Pops Fernandez, who's a uh, concert performer. Pops Fernandez, yeah, love that. Yeah, name. Pops Yo, Fernandez. Pops Fernandez. Hey, you Pops. know, it's, yeah. it sounds it sounds like the name of like an old, you know, old like staple of a neighborhood in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, go go talk to Pops Fernandez. He'll hook you up. Yeah, Pops Fernandez. Um, yeah. So right on the heels of the fight with Zillowette, uh, Marina performs the song that Zillowette. You know, oh, I didn't ruined. put that together. That this is the the release it's the song. It's called "I Have Arrived." Yes. Oh, I love that. You know, what I took away watching this because it's the first performance. There was a sort of like Georgia's energy to this. Okay, but she was singing live, or not live, but like that was her voice that she was lip syncing to. Oh yeah, I I didn't even realize she was lip syncing. I thought she was just dancing. Uh, but she gives a good performance. But it was. I, I think it was good, like it because it was the first one, and there is kind of a. It does feel a little bit like sort of one of those American Idol audition oh, it's a episodes. Call. Yeah, a cattle this call a cattle kind of. Call it felt like sure. a cattle call. So like I didn't know, Ugh. compared to other talent shows, it felt a little empty or a little small. But maybe compared to the other performances this episode, it was one of the better ones. Yeah, you know that's I mean? kind of that's that's what I got from it. I, I this talent show. It wasn't the editing. I just, I don't know. There was, something was off about it. It didn't, I, I, I guess I was just underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed. Yeah, no, I, I was expecting I was it too. to be a lot more. Yeah, there was definitely a moment where I was th- sitting there and I was thinking, I just want more people to know that Drag Race Thailand is the best version of Drag Race out there. It's the only one. Like, it's better yeah. than the Americans. It's better yeah. than the UK. It's better even than better than Spain, yeah. which is is so good. But 
truly, Drag Race Thailand is the best drag race done. Like, the more seasons I see, the more I see how much better it is. Yeah. Uh, and and this yeah I I was just underwhelmed that's okay I mean there were some good performances um, don't get me wrong but we'll talk about them let's talk about them so Brigadine is next she I was happy to see that it wasn't another original song at least oh then. yeah I actually think like I understand why the queens do it but at this point it's kind of like when they used to release or even when they still release songs like right after they're eliminated mm-hmm. and it's like Oh god, and and yeah. it's just and it's more often than not a drag queen song. It's a you drag know? queen song, yeah. Drag queen yeah. music. It's not very good, it's, or it's not produced very well. There, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's a cash grab, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, I will say. I mean, is this is this our first actual real bird on the runway? <laughs> Um, was Nina West did magic, right? Uh, drag, 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 yeah, but I don't remember if there were ever any birds. I don't think there were any birds, you're right. No, when it's so, when, when I saw the bird, I was like, oh, I don't think they would ever do this in the U.S. No, I mean, I'm, I'm very concerned about the bird, I'll say that, but yeah. so this may be our first actual they did butterflies in the U.S., Mary. They did well, <laughs> they tried. Well, they tried, but this is our first living Butterflies flying animal. out of her tits. Yeah, no, yeah. She, this bird hopefully continued to live. Uh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> it was an um, abracadaver. Yeah. I liked uh, that it was different. And, you know, it was, it was like a talent act. And I was like, okay, this works. Uh, I think it me. was, yeah, I think it was fine. I think it used the minute that they had well. I think that was also, like, the challenge is, like, doing something impactful in a minute that, like doesn't that can start right away you know yeah. um you know next we had turing doing the the covid dance and okay okay y- you know i'll say uh, just as a as a starter the what is going to what has been and will continue to be maybe for a little bit this genre of like post covid drag and post covid performances but you like covid everywhere. on yeah. drag ra- well, uh-huh. everywhere but certainly like because we've watched so much drag race like seeing how covid works its way into the conversations mm-hmm. and to talking heads about like, well, before the pandemic and mm-hmm. before lockdown and, and I started this in lockdown and it's become, it, it's just this eerie thing of like, this is just normal. This is just our, this is completely our reality now that like we see this and it's like, Oh yeah, this is, it, it's just an, it's a next stage of like going through this fucking thing, you know, where it's like now there's talent show performances on drag race. Yeah. That, that it's a topic for artists to kind of, do I will say it it calls back to our conversation about oh this is contemporary dance uh on drag race down under with Electra fence yes uh, yeah yeah Electra it was an Electra it was an electric something yeah. um maybe it was Electra fence but I feel like Electra fence was the little one right oh you're right it was she was yeah and it's not Electra bionic because I think that was no. the one from Italia. Right. Maybe her name isn't Electra, but uh, you know who I'm talking about. The Jean I do. The hot daddy ish of, of energy. Yeah. Yeah. So we had this conversation before, so I just want to give that context to our listeners. But contemporary dance for me is too precious. Uh, it's it's like it's like you have to take it seriously, um, because they're taking it seriously, and I think it can be a parody of itself. The moves are a little bit too obvious uh it's yeah. o- it's almost like listening to an eric whitaker piece if you're a choral nerd like me it's like this is too obvious to the point where like i'm laughing a little bit at that you know that obvious move that contemporary it's, dance move 
Yeah, it's like doing prayer hands on a beat. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, it's like each hand comes together on a certain beat. Like every every little precious move is on a precious beat, you know? Like I think that, uh-huh. um, yeah, and it has that kind of like, that jittery staccato energy. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. exactly. Where like um, uh, in contemporary dance or modern dance, oh no, it's, ma- it's <gasps> this is modern dance. Um, in modern dance, it's like if you may, if you put your arm like swing it to the right, the idea is that like the rest of your body would like follow, right? Uh-huh. And so then you, the the movement is then like written by that leading move. So it's like it's like arm to the right, and then your body, and then it goes over, and then oh, and then it moves this way, and, and you follow the momentum of of things. And I just see that whenever I see contemporary dance done in a minute. Um, so for me, it's a little too precious. And then you add on the layer of, okay, well, it's about COVID, which is, you know, obviously like, okay, this is heartfelt. The other thing, though, that I, it's, it's like you can't say anything bad about it then. It's like a love letter. You know, well, like, yeah, no, exactly. You can't say anything bad about it because it's like, oh, it's by COVID. Oh, it's, it's a COVID. love letter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you have to like kind of tiptoe a little bit. Um, right. And it was, you know, it was also like, is this the first time we've gotten like a genuine sign of the cross on the runway too? Which I'm not reading. I'm just saying like, there are things, there are elements of people like oh, there's oh, wait, expressions Harry, we don't see. You know, this no, this is an interesting. This would be an interesting listicle for us to cover because the first one that comes to mind is Monet. Crossing yes, herself no, before she yeah. does the fake out, <laughs> but but then there's like there's that that I almost see as like it's a it's a sign of the cross, but it's also a performance. And then there's this where it's like I feel like you're really you're it, it's a, a little more person. Pr- it's a little more prayer than performance. Oh, whereas I see. Monet okay. was more performance than prayer. But you're oh, right is the the signs of the cross on the runway. Yeah, um, I mean I don't know. Didn't uh, Sethless do some some. Uh, Catholic drag, I don't know. On Spain. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, a little little Catholic on the runway. Mm. Um, <laughs> just to to answer our question from before, so it's Electra Shock from Drag Electra Race Down Shock. Under. Oh my god. Electra Fence was the little one from Drag Race UK. Uh, UK. Yeah. yeah, and then okay. Bionic <laughs> was from Italia. And there's probably another Electra that I'm the not ele- thinking of. The, the Electric Queens of Drag yeah. Race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's electric. Boogie woogie woogie. Yes. Yeah. The boogie uh, woogie queens of drag race. Oh my God. Getting jealous of my boogie woogie. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So touring, like uh, she performs, she gets emotional. Um, it, you know what? It did call to me when she took off the mask. I thought about Sasha Valor's performance. Yeah, um, the, 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 finale. the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a thing, you know, we've talked about, obviously, like the high drag of taking off gloves. But like, uh-huh. lest we forget, especially this like post-COVID idea of like the high drag of taking off a mask. Oh, my God. Or not like Valentina. Or not. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's. Oh, my God. But yeah, I will say there was like real. It was. It was very similar, you know. It, it, it's almost like a I can breathe kind of uh-huh. energy when people do yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I got to say touring is super talented. Like this is mm-hmm. a talent, you know, in, I think even more so than Electra Shock doing this type of contemporary dance. I just thought this worked better. And the fact and they mentioned this on the judging panel, but the fact that it was a big girl like it. It, it, it hit even harder that it was like, oh, wow, like this is a true talent of yours. You are super good at this. As Jiggly says, doing giving every Michelle Visage note that she can give, what you did needed to be done. Like, <laughs> Jiggly is like, 
I will get to it, but I the the effort that she is putting in mm. to is you know, uh it's better to do more than less, you know? Well, I think on a drag show, Mary, you gotta do more. Yeah, it's better to do more. more than less. So I'm I'm just saying. Uh, uh Eva Laqueen basically does like a moth story, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was the moth. Absolutely. She gets fucked by Christian, her friend. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I, I can't say that I fully got this, but, you know, like, I think this needed maybe more time or a different idea yeah, or a different punchline. It was a story. It was like, yeah. well, you might as well have gone out there and take, uh, told five jokes, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, sorry, Eva. But um, then we got cortisone. I, he- I feel like I'm saying cortisone because I'm trying to, like, not sound like a dumb white person too late. Uh, but we got, you know, uh, the heart of the season just dicking around to RuPaul's song Phenomenon. Mm. Doing the split on the chairs, which Bimini Bamboulash did, right? Or no, that was, um, it was Drag Race Thailand that that happens, right? Uh, I think Bimini may have done it. Who it did probably... it in their audition? Somebody did it in their audition, and then we saw it again on the show. Yeah, I don't remember, but I, I think you're right that it was also done on Drag Race Thailand. But right? yes, like we, somebody does splits on chairs, and it was like, "Oh my on chair. god!" Yeah. I think it's Bimini because I feel like that was a big part of her. Like when when in lockdown, she was like, uh-huh. really working on her chairography. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just felt like it was more of kind of like I felt like she Corazon was. Uh, it was like okay, now I'm gonna do a tumble, a tumble. You know what I mean? It was uh-huh. it was her just kind of trying out moves. It looked like a seven-year-old playing in a finished basement. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wasn't impressed with Corazon's uh, extravaganza talent act, for sure. Um, no. and, and, you know, Lady Morgan comes on. You know, for me, points for something risky, points for something different. Um, you know, her talent is being corny, as one of them said. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It just, yeah, it just didn't, it needed, it, that. that's a, a bit that needs more time, more space, you know, uh, time to get what the jokes are, all that. But uh, then we got Minty Fresh's Laser Dance. So yeah. come on, lasers. Come on, lasers. Come on, uh, lasers. There was a, yeah, you, I think about, you know, the latest All-Stars runway with the lasers, and I'm just like, okay, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think yeah. I probably would have been more impressed if, I don't know. There was something that I just wasn't that impressed with this. Is that weird? I wasn't either. No, I, I kind of felt the same way. I was I was sort of being told that this was the winner. I was like, okay, well, I guess I didn't see something. Um, uh, so my problem with Venus is, like, the story is, like, basically two bottoms meet. And then, you know, she takes one for the team, uh, which is a funny story. But when she did the reveal, I was like, meh. I don't know. The reveal didn't work. The reveal did not work. And the first time I watched it, I was like, is the reveal the bathing suit? And then it was like, oh, it's the big dick. And it was just, I think, the lighting. I think so much about it. Like, I got what she was showing, like, a huge dong. But I didn't really get that couldn't... at all. Tell me. it was. You it could was... barely see it. You could oh. barely see it. But the idea was that there was, like, a just a a dong-sized dick up in that bathing suit. And then and so that oh. was like, well. But you really could, it just wasn't accentuated. And oh. so the reason I liked it was that I felt like before, because the review, the reveal did fail, but like everything else, it reminded me of the All-Stars 2 talent show. And when Alaska did that, like very draggy song. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's the idea is don't just come out here and sing a song. 
like you have to do a drag song, not a crappy drag release after you get eliminated from Drag Race, but you have to do a song in drag. And I think that is what I liked was that someone like Minty or it wasn't um, precious. It wasn't it wasn't precious Paul and Nicole. No, but it was not uh, <laughs> who's coming up. But yeah, it was uh, it was more tongue in cheek. And I think that's that sold it for me versus some of the more straightforward like this is my song that i released on my birthday right right or this is a contemporary dance or yeah 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 absolutely Mm -hmm. um prince comes out does a non-burlesque number that was supposed to i guess it was supposed to turn into comedy magic uh choking hazards you know why this was in the bottom plus the runway look I get it. Yeah, yeah. It just it it was. Uh, I mean, I like the gag of pulling the thing out of her mouth, but that seemed to be all she had. So, mm. uh, and but not to be topped, and indeed she wasn't. Z- uh, Zillowette decided to draw a picture of her grandmother in invisible ink. <laughs> Mary, it, like you can't make this stuff up. I was like, and then she blows the the put, and then she wipes it off, and I'm like, am I the only one who's just still seeing a blank page? Like, is that what? It was so it, faint. It was so. Yeah faint and i was like uh this did not work this did no. not work what no this did not work. <laughs> I, I i was like this is and the way that she like presents it proudly at the end and i was uh-huh. like oh the silhouette's wearing no clothes right now you know what i mean and we're all just clapping this is not yeah it was yeah. an attempt at like performance art uh and fine art at the same time and i'm like Actually, I probably would have preferred an original song and dance. At this point, you know, dedicated to your grandma. What do I right, care? Exactly. You know? A real kid did that. You know. It's yeah. Like, um, yeah. I Zillowette, again. Happy that she's there for the drama. Uh, you know, it's fabulous. Yeah. Um, Gigi Era comes out. Um, this was unmemorable for me. It was like a dance and a rap. This was titled a, uh, on the title screen. It was risque dance, and I think the the. Shining moment of this was that she had a fan blowing oh, on her. I think just right. like the laser. I think when you have a fan, that that could do a lot of work for you on stage. Uh-huh. You know, absolutely, and it keeps you nice and cool. Well, and it keeps you nice and cool. Keeps those ears on. Keeps those ears on. And finally, we get Precious Paul and Nicole, who does some folk dancing. And I, my, my only note was, God help your hamstrings. Because that one move she was doing, mm, I saw God that. help your fucking hamstrings. That is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. What was remarkable about it was that she was doing the girl part, I think they said, uh, in the Talking Heads. Uh, mm. she, she didn't do the traditional male part. She did the girl part. Oh, okay. uh, so, you know, it was, it was uh, subversive as well as kind of giving homage to culture. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was a cool performance. Yeah, Obviously, I she, so too. you know, yeah, I think it was a, one of the better ones of the night. Uh, Absolutely. Like showed real talent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so the runway, yeah. So the runway is this, uh, the National Filipino Dress, dress of the Philippines, the Turno. Oh, and my in, God. Interpretations Ugh. of the Turno. I, you know, I don't have notes on everyone. I just have the one, the highlights for my, for me. Um, I know that Eva didn't. I mean, she got she got like a, a couple criticisms, but I felt like she was giving high fashion Filipina Marge Simpson. Yes, Mary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, that we were gagging watching this. We were like, "Oh my god, she looks gorgeous." She looked yeah. gorgeous. Eva looked and, fantastic. And she, man, when she paints, well, it's just like a really incredible transformation. She actually yes. she gets to like a pangina kind of like yes. level of like, "Whoa." She look is at you. She uh, she walked in the workroom and I said, oh, my God, she is 
outstanding. I just think yeah. she's going to go really far. I hope she I, does. I'm really I hope she does. I, I really like Eva. Yeah. The other the other two that stuck out for me were Marina and Brigadine, and they started this runway. So you can imagine my experience of like, holy shit, here we are, Philippines. I mean, Marina looked stunning, and then Brigadine came out in that like tribal outfit to celebrate women, uh, you know, with the oh, Ma- Maria Clara gown kind of silhouette. Um Oh my God. Like I was like, they can't get any better than this. Yeah. I mean, and certainly they were going to have no competition in Turing's Stacey Lane Matthews slacks. Oh, you can't, she wore, do you remember what one of the runways she wore yes. like black, like Chico slacks mm-hmm. that were basically the same. And I love pants on the runway. I don't like slacks on the runway. Oh, you don't like slacks. Even if there's cute little pockets. Hey, I'll talk if there's pockets, you okay. know. All right. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, all yeah. of these looks, Mary, I gotta say, I all of them were great. I even thought Prince's was cool, except you know, the, the details weren't there. Um, Minty looked phenomenal in that like feather like white dress. Oh yeah, that was it it was so cool. It was uh dragon teeth, you know. I was I was I was getting what's that new is there the new Game of Thrones show, House of the Dragon? House of the Dragon, out? yeah. House, House of the Dragon. Dragon. Have you watched it? No. Are you going to? Or are you gonna Yeah, I'm gonna watch you, it. Yeah, you're a you're I'm a, a Game games gay. gay. Yeah. yeah I'm a games gay, yeah. Yeah. Um I was in the House of Targaryen for a while. Um, and then ah. I was like, oh, fuck this house. And then I left. You pulled a Marina Summers yeah, and you left. Marina Summers, yeah. And then, and then I, Daenerys you, just like totally sabotaged me. I uh, remember. Sabotaged your release. Yeah. Sab- <laughs> sabotaged my release. I was jerking off and then yeah. sabotaged my release. Sabotaged oh. your release. Yeah. And we were all going, happy birthday. You're going to come soon. And yep. then she popped in and was like, pictures of your grandmother. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think the weakest so far for me like overall impact and by weakest i mean just like overall impact was gg eras i just was like this is nice oh and i didn't even have a, have a note for hers so that says a lot that it, it didn't even impact me um um but then it we ended strong with precious paula oh, oh precious paula nicole what oh a pothead god. i loved it what a pothead was, the rice is cooked oh my yeah. god just stunning she, she's great yeah um you know so in the the you know the the critiques i mean i i want to talk about jiggly i want to talk about yeah so i you know she has her moment with turing where she's like you know talking about a big girl doing modern dance and what you did needed to be done and i was like okay well, let's you know uh sure but i mean and then they read jiggly, her down then they read her but 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 you did you look terrible um but then later, Jiggly it looks ha- like cardboard. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Right. Oak tag, Mary. Oak tag. It's a step from oak tag. But uh, I want to talk about Jiggly having her, like, getting her soundbite moment, talking mm. about, you know, uh, gay rights. And, you know, she brings in the name Marsha P. Johnson. Mm-hmm. She talks about a rock being thrown. And I'm like, no, it was a brick. It was Judy. I, you're getting it all wrong, Jiggly. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> mm. Was she the one that brought up, like, the, the Soji bill? Is that her? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is... I. I, I got to say, like, w- we've watched a lot of seasons of Drag Race. It's kind of like Social Justice Corner. It's like, but this has to be done, right? Like, this that's this type of show. That's why this show is important to come out, because that that audience needs to hear this stuff, too, you know? Oh, it, it's totally part of the, like, 
you know, the, the thesis of the show is to like make these connections and say these things and, and put that lens on it. But I, it, I think Jiggly, like, she's like, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring Marsha P. Johnson out. I like uh-huh. first speech. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, a lot of people died at Stonewall and then, you know, yeah. Mama Powell yeah. is like, no one's died. At Nobody's died. Yeah. Nobody died. <laughs> nobody died. And, uh, Judy no didn't take killed. her left hand off the piano while she threw the brick with That's her right, right hand. That's like, right. let's just remember. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Minty, I mean, Minty Fresh apparently wins, and mm. uh, we see, you know, breaking news: Morgana's in the bar- bottom with Prince. And uh, I mean, yeah, I thought that this was—I think this is like obviously a running theme in the episodes, but like, yeah, the challenge, eh, the runways, great, the lip sync, great. I great. thought Lady Morgana. Uh, this song was uh, "Tala" by Sarah Geronimo. Uh, not that I know this song, but I just wrote it down. I, I, I it was just, it, it was so, because she didn't, I mean, she had a couple gags, but it was so much of just kind of like grounding yourself, you know, like she was mm. so present, whereas the whole thing with Prince was that she was like in the back with the ugly shoes. Right. Uh, <laughs> with the ugly shoes. She should have taken them off and like, you know burn them or hit Mar- Lady Morgana with them or mm-hmm. pretended to rather, you know. Right. Like, no, Lady Morgana, this was like, um. I just feel like it was a pr- very professional performance. She, yeah. the, the the confetti coming out of her tits. The she had those gags and she sold the song in her face. Um, I love the Sasha Velour type of like wig taking off. Like yeah. Sasha took off the mask. I thought mm-hmm. that was a cool little reveal. And I gotta say the production. There was a uh, one shot where they were showing Lady Morgana and there were all these lights going on like behind her and I was like, come on lights, this is well, like making it exciting. That, I mean, that brings up something we see more of in the second episode, but it's, I mean, the stage is obviously, you know, a bit different from some of the others, but one, I don't think this was so much present the first episode with the second one, but the the wall at the back of the stage is a screen, yeah. or at least it can be, uh-huh, and right. I think that changes everything. It does. You know? It helps so, the Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I feel like this week they didn't, they just had a curtain up or something, but uh yeah, th- just a, a thing I'm keeping an eye out for is, ah, oh, got that screen on, you know? Got that screen on. Um, speaking of screens, uh, she, she Prince screams on the way out. Um, and I, I will say this. There was the nuance of them being like, bye, Prince. Take care, Prince. Just the way they were saying, like, bye, Prince. Bye, Prince. Bye, Queen. Hey, Queen. Bye, Prince. Yeah. Just, and even Prince. Like, just, like, holding Prince out. Mm-hmm. Eh. I don't know. There was something silly about it to me. Uh, and then Prince leaves and it's, oh, well. And I was like, okay, oh, well. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, so indeed. So Morgana is safe for another week. Uh, but my BSA of this episode is I'm going to give it to Vinyas Deluxe. There's something about her that I just, I and it carries over into the second episode, but I just think that she is, she's great on this season. She's so, she came prepared. She's giving them great TV. She gave a great talent show performance, great looks. Um, I'm enjoying her. I want to nominate Jiggly Caliente because it's an honor to be nominated, but I'm going to give it to Eva LaQueen for her narrator Mm. energy. I think Eva is such great TV and I like want her on every season now. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. I'll co-sign that. I think Eva is, she did a great job. So, you know, uh, she did a great job. Yeah, she did a great job. She did a great job. Great job. Yeah. 
Uh, wow, that's a, such a random uh, quote that I'm quoting. Anyway, uh, where's that from? Game change. I'm the worst, Mary. Just oh, I I was like, that's a deep, yeah. that's a deep Wait, cut. It, like nobody remembers that. No. <laughs> That's like some extra in the background. Great job, Sarah. Is right. that what you're quoting? No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ed Harris. Woody Harrelson. Oh, Ed Harris. Yeah. She did a great job. Great job. Uh, after the speech. Right, and because and the teleprompter went out, yes, and she right, did right, it on right, the right, fly. Right. Yeah. Lipstick. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lipstick. Yeah. Well, speaking of lipstick, that is our coverage of episode one. If you are a free skate, Mary, you know this is where we gently escort you off to go get a slice of pizza off the rink because this is going to be a a (laughs) Matron-only skate. But if you want to continue to join us for this discussion, plus we are still doing Canada's Drag Race Season 3 and Drag Race Down Under Season 2 on Patreon. If you want to get a full international roundup of drag, you can get it at patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary. Well, we'll see you over there for episode two, and we hope you have a great week. Totsins. Thank <laughs> you.